A lot of people are watching along with us. Things are going to be taken a lot further. It does keep the flow really, really nicely, which makes it a show that was really ahead of its time. Where's that petrified eyeball at now? Who's had it last? Macy is amazing, and she doesn't care about what other people think about her. Don't you feel like maybe Dodie represents the instinctive animal ugly part of us? I might have just been having a bad day when I gave it the mat. I kill Caprice, Priest, Priest. We don't say Moses, we say me. Someone once told me the grass is much greener on the other side. Hello and welcome to We Are In Between, the podcast that discusses an episode of As Told by Ginger once a week, every week. This week is episode 26, entitled Sibling Revelry, was aired originally on March 24th, 2002, and written by Aaron Ehrlich. In this one, Ginger is elected onto the student council, and she decides to create a big brother slash sister program Um, where instead of a kid getting sent to detention, they get an older role model that is supposed to help correct them and, you know, show them the right way. But uh, as the program goes on, there's several problems going along with it. And uh, one of those is that Carl gets involved with the program and actually gets a big brother of his own. So, you know. (laughs) Yeah, and his big brother is (laughs) a mess. I feel like he's out of a different show. Something about him just, I don't know, because I guess we have Miranda's dad, who's like a tough military type, but something about him just didn't feel as told by Ginger E to me. I don't I don't know what that means, but... Yeah, this episode, uh, you know what? I have to say this right off the bat. I was not looking forward to watching this episode. I always consider this to be one of my least favorite in the entire series, and... When we were watching it again, it was kind of a drag for me. So, yeah, let's just get this over with. Well, we do have the return of the petrified eyeball, which I was worried was never going to come back after including it in our season two intro. So I am glad to at least have seen that get a nod again, which that that alone made the episode worth it for me. But I agree, not a favorite. Yeah. So the episode begins with Ginger being elected into the school council, and she creates a brand new brother-sister program when she sees that the same kids have been attending detention every single week. She wants to be able to have a brother-sister program so that if a kid gets into trouble, they can be paired up with a big brother or sister, and they can become good role models for them. And she feels that this will be a great idea. And, yeah, I mean, the concept is a, it it is a pretty decent idea. I mean, we do have, like, big brother, big sister programs, especially for those who are only children. But, yeah, we'll later see on in this episode about how people just kind of take advantage of it. But... Uh, Yeah, um, and so we have Ginger really excited about having, um, about being in the student council and trying to see if she can be able to pitch this idea for all the students. And we even see Principal Milty just not wanting to become principal anymore, and he wants to spend more time at the golf course. Yeah, I did think, you know, there, there was some insight here for a brief moment where Ginger is talking about, she's like, uh, clearly the penalty system here isn't working. We see the same kids ending up in detention every week. And I thought that was, like, kind of a, like, an analogy to prison sentences, right? Like, we see that in real life. Maybe, maybe I'm overthinking this, but, like, it's been shown that, like, if you go to jail, you're, like, pretty likely to be 
there again and how like people argued that that's a reason that the prison system doesn't work. Like I said, I might be reading too much into this, but I, I felt parallels there. Yeah, and I just finished up the new season of Orange is the New Black and then watched this episode, and I was like, wow, this is, there is a lot of overlap here that I never expected. <laughs> I mean, after Ginger's, you know, crime in the beginning, you never know what this show's going to bring up. Oh, I did love, is it an episode we haven't gotten to yet where Ginger says to her dad that she's the one with the criminal record in the family and he doesn't get it? That's next week. Oops, sorry. Oops. <laughs> anyway, so that's okay. A little preview for you guys. You're welcome. Yeah. Anyway, so, we're, well, cutting into Carl and Hoodsy's plot. So, Carl and Hoodsy are over at the aquarium for a school trip, and they see a baby whale. The baby whale was rescued because there was no food for the whale to eat. And so Carl starts feeling really sorry for the whale. And then Hoodsy comes up and says, Wow, they were able to save that whale, but what about all the other whales in the ocean? So he comes up with an idea that he was working on this experiment where he combined kelp with cauliflower, and he wants to flush it in all the toilets in the school so that the baby whales can be able to eat it. This turns out to be a disaster because it turns out that their elementary school does not run the sewers all the way up to the ocean. They have a septic tank, and the septic tank bursts overnight, and the entire playground is completely covered in like this gross icky muck from the kelp slash cauliflower and Carl is completely punished uh, and that was when you know we have the leadway into him joining the but the big brother slash big sister program over at the lucky element uh, junior high school yeah I remember thinking right at the top of this episode when Ginger gets elected to student council, like, oh, there's so much possibility here. She's such a natural leader. I'll bet this will be really interesting. And I was kind of let down with the direction that the episode took. Because I thought, and I hope they, they, I guess you can confirm or deny this right now. Eh, actually, probably better not. But I'm, I'm hoping that there are future Ginger student council-y references later on in the show, although sometimes the show just sort of gives up on certain things, So, because it's usually good with continuity, but I could see them just abandoning this. Yeah, uh, I can't say anything about it yet, but um, yeah, you'll definitely have to wait and find out. But yeah, in this meantime, so we have Carl suggesting to Mrs. Gordon to let him have a big brother over at the Lucky Junior High School. And Ginger decides that because Carl, uh, that she doesn't want to take it easy on Carl because she's um, his sister, she decides to pair him up with the toughest kid in Lucky Junior High, who's this military kid by the name of George. Yeah, I don't know what Carl was thinking on this one. He's like, oh, I get it, like... Yeah, because my sister's running this program, she'll totally go easy on me. And it's like, since when have they ever been... I mean, like, there's their moments where they're kind of working with each other, but, like, since when has Ginger ever been like, oh, yeah, Carl, I want to make things good for you. We're on the same team. Like, what world is he living in? For real. Yeah, it, I, I kind of like... Although Carl's usually pretty, I mean, very intelligent and self-aware and critical. And so him not realizing... Or him th kind of thinking that he controls Ginger is hilarious. And I guess I could see why he thinks that, but there's really not a ton of evidence of it. No, there isn't. And here's the thing. I mean, if he didn't flush all the kelp, cauliflower, vegetable things in the toilet, he wouldn't be in this situation. So when he's completely miserable with George, having him clean his room and being with him during dinner time, having him wash the dishes. So 
you know, I, I cannot feel bad for Carl because Carl did this to himself. He wasn't thinking clearly in this episode, and this just feels out of place for me because Carl is usually the one who thinks one step ahead with everything. If there's something that goes wrong or if there's something that kind of gets in his way, he always thinks of a loophole plan to get himself out of it. And I think that this plan of flushing all the vegetables down the toilet just wasn't really well thought. Yeah, no, definitely not. Not not as well thought out as other plans. And this whole system is just, there's there's a lot of problems with it too right i also thought it was kind of weird that like it seems like the big brother system means that he's like there like all the time right like, this isn't just like you know a couple hours a week sort of a thing yeah he's like in his house <laughs> yeah like it's a little over the top right like his mom is like serving him dinner and stuff like all right which again these kinds of programs exist to an extent but like every day he's just like always with him like, does this guy just not have a life now? Is he just like, you know what? I'm willing to dedicate my life to potentially make this one kid who would have had a detention turn into a better kid. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, he wants to send him over to military school. He wants him to get rid of his doghouse by removing it uh, by removing it by piece by piece. Yeah, like you can't you can't do that, right? Like this is a school program, and you're like, I'm sorry, I'm telling you that you have to destroy your own property. Like, come on. <laughs> Seriously, I get it. You're a military kid and you believe in order, you believe in discipline. I get it. But seriously, invading this kid's life, telling him what to do, forcing him to do things that he doesn't want to, the whole purpose of a big brother, big sister program is giving them advice and hoping that they would listen to it so they can become better people. Not forcing them against their will and making their lives even more miserable so most likely they'll get him into more trouble. Yeah, to be honest, I didn't really understand what the goal of this guy, what's named George, I don't really get what the goal was for him writing-wise. Yeah, I mean, we, we've already pretty much said, like, this This episode is a lot of things that are just kind of like, what? And, and I was kind of excited at the beginning, too. I liked the idea of Ginger and Carl's plots kind of intersecting in this way, and I was like, oh, this should be interesting, but it just is kind of an ongoing mess. The plot on both of these are awful. I'm sorry. You know, in, in, in most of the episodes that we've covered so far, we're either leaning over towards the Ginger plot or the Carlin Hoodsy plot. But in this episode, I don't like either of them because both no. of them are both of them are awful. And they're both awful because of stupid reasons. We have Ginger seem that, oh, the, the, the Big Brother Big Sister program isn't working very well because she hears from Dodie and Macy that a lot of kids are getting in trouble on purpose so they can be paired up with a big brother and sister so they can be able to get free car rides maybe they can be able to go see rated r movies uh they can be able to have um you know this one person do their homework and stuff like that okay just quick tangent on that so if you're the type of high schooler who apparently is willing to dedicate like hours and hours of your life into like this program i feel like you're like not the kind of person that's looking to just like i don't know break rules and stuff with them. I don't know. This this whole program is just strange to me, right? They're they're just apparently allowed to be unattended with these kids and they're just like do whatever with them. Like I, I just feel like if you were to do this program, you should have it where like, I don't know, there's like set meetings within the school or something, right? I don't know. Like how many how many high schoolers just willingly wanna drag around middle school kids all the time. I know that would not have been high on my list of things to do. Absolutely not, but it does speak to how quickly middle schoolers will put any high schooler on a pedestal. Oh, that is definitely true. 
that's valid. Uh, it just gives you, the same way that high schoolers do, like, oh, I went to a college party, and everyone's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you graduate college, and now what do we do? I don't know, you go over to those lodge clubs? <laughs> I don't know. I've had a couple nice wine and cheese nights with, like, one or two friends in my living room. You know, things slow down. Life comes at you fast. And then it stops. You'll you'll wake up at 7 a.m. to watch the golf tournaments. You right. go to a knitting oh, class. Right. I'm already there. Oh, man, guys. The day that that happens, please just just get me out of wherever I am. Stop me from doing whatever I'm doing. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> anyway, so there's this one scene that pretty much perfectly cements to me that this plan of the Big Brother Big Sister program is a bust. So we have the scene in the bathroom in which when Ginger finds out from a student that she um she aired out Principal Milty's car tires and she wants um she wants to be paired up with a girl who is the most popular girl in high school so that she can be able to get credibility. And then she even tells Ginger, you know, I never made I never I never got into trouble all my life. And now that I did, I have to thank you for that. And it feels great. So it's like, wow. If you were responsible for causing a person to get in trouble on purpose and they never did it before, I'm sorry, you suck. <laughs> I will say, where this episode redeems itself a little bit for me is how it showcases Carl and Ginger's relationship in the, like, third act of the episode. Um, Carl, you know, realizes that if he fails, Ginger's program will fail, so he has to... He, for that moment, even though it's over, he doesn't know that yet. And he's ready to sort of change his life, at least for the short term, to help Ginger out. You can just tell that they have each other's backs, and I think it's great. Yeah, that's probably the sole redeeming factor of this, honestly, right? Like, is the idea that, well, we do get to see that they care for each other. Do I think that it could have been done about 10,000 better ways? Yeah, but at least there is something there. Yeah, and at first, when George finds out that the the the, the Big Brother Big Sister program was over, at first he goes over to Carl and says, "Just because it's over doesn't mean I'm not gonna that doesn't mean I'm gonna stop meeting up with you. I'm gonna still be there whenever that you're around." It's like, seriously, dude, the program is over. Piss off. And then we have George coming by and saying, "You know, um, wherever that you are, you will definitely remember me." And then he just walks away. And then pretty much I'll just let you guys know in advance, he never comes back. Thank God. Well, <laughs> yeah, sad for the continuity, maybe, but not sad for me. Not really. Don't worry. There will be another episode down in the line where we see that, um, you know, how Ginger and Carl's relationship are being put on the spot. And it's much better than this. So, yeah, just wait a couple of weeks. All right, so yeah, the episode concludes with uh, Ginger and Carl mending their ways and Ginger learning that Carl was almost about to sacrifice his doghouse so that the school the, the school program can be able to still keep going. And she kind of sees a different light into Carl. And, you know, the same thing for Carl and Ginger. So at least we do have a little bit of a spark there. So that's actually pretty nice. I can think that we can wrap things up, so let's give our discussions of yay, nay, or meh. I'm going to start it off. 
I hate this episode. So I'm going to give it a nay. My very first nay in season two, I don't like this episode. I hate both of their side plots. The way that they react to everything that's been going on is completely stupid and out of place. George is awful. The way that Carl and Ginger act is completely awful. You know, Carl trying to save the whales is not thought is not well thought out and Ginger's too prideful into keeping um a, a program that's clearly not working. The only redeeming thing for me was when Carl is willing to sacrifice his doghouse so that he can be able to keep Ginger's program going. So, yeah. I definitely do not like this episode. So, I'm sorry. Massive nay for me. <laughs> You know, I'm actually going to go ahead and give it a super yay. I think that it was, I'm kidding, I'm pulling a Casey, one of those jokes where he acts like he disagrees. Yeah, I was going to say you're pulling a me. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, thought I'd be the funny one for once. Uh, no, this this one's a nay as well. <laughs> Just, it does very few things right that we will normally see as told by Ginger do, right? Not only does it not really make sense, but it's not particularly interesting um, I mean, I think they tried to sort of build high stakes with like, oh, he's going to get rid of his doghouse or whatever, but you're, you're not really buying it. Or at least I was never really buying it. Like I knew they weren't going to get rid of it. I don't know. Just none of it really worked for me. Yeah. This one will also be my first nay, but I want to, I'm, I feel the most positive about this episode of the three of us within that nay. I think I, I wasn't like angry watching it. I didn't finish the episode thinking, well, that was really bad, but um, I saw the potential, I saw what they were going for, it didn't all work out, but there, to me there was just enough to make it a, a nay, but like, leaning towards a meh. Alright, that's fair. Alright, well thank you guys so much for tuning in, and next time on our 26th episode we'll be discussing Losing Nana Bishop.